0: everyone welcome to pink shade with aaron martin i am here with a friend i met on the gram as the kids say mila Furman is a chicago private chef she's the owner of girl in the kitchen you can find her on instagram at girl and the kitchen that's where we found each other and she is just a joy to talk to about cooking when we're speaking of below deck this season Her name is Mila. She's a real chef, guys. She's going to talk about the fake chef, Mila, and she's a huge reality TV fan. So we're going to talk about not only Below Deck, which I haven't touched on yet, but other things as well. Welcome, Mila.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So it, it's funny because I became a private chef because it combined the two things that I can do best, which is while I'm cooking, I have my headphones on and my iPad on. And that's how I catch up to all my reality shows.
0: Are you serious? So you actually watch shows during cooking?
1: <laughs> Where to God, because I need to zone out or else like I get all ADD. And so I used to do music, but it didn't do as well. And I'm like, wait a second, why don't I just put my headphones in and do that. So now my husband bitches all the time because, like, no matter what I'm doing, like, if I'm washing dishes or am I making dinner, my headphones are in and I'm, like, watching reality TV. He's like, oh, my God, this nonsensical bullshit. And I'm like, listen, this is my vice. I run a super busy business. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. This is my Relaxation. My reality TV is my dirty, dirty little secret. But it's no longer a little secret. It's
0: no longer a secret. I, <laughs> same girl. I mean, I'm out there now. I'm like, hi, <laughs> yeah. I watch all this crap. Hello. But it's like, I, I totally agree. You meet this great community of people who yes. like come out of the reality TV closet. You know, if you will, and we're all sort of the same. We're like semi-embarrassed, but not really. We want to talk to other people about it. My husband will not talk to me about it either. He's like, you know, are your crazy shows on tonight? I'm like, does a bear shit in the woods? They're on every night. Like, I I have a schedule, like sports. I have my stories. I have to watch them. I have to talk about them. So I love that you contacted me because you listen to the Jenny McCarthy show. I do. And that's how we found each other. And then... You were like, "Oh my god, I'm a chef, but my name's Mila, but I'm a real chef." And I'm like, "Uh, we need to chat about Below Deck because Wait,
1: I, I have something even better for okay. you. I'm also Moldovian.
0: You are. So
1: <laughs> Okay,
0: we can talk about today.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now you seem lovely. And my so in the like 40s or whatever, it was Romania and Moldova were kind of always fighting over whether they were separate entities or not, I guess. So my mom is technically 100 percent Romanian. So I'm half Romanian technically. But I was born in Moldova. I don't speak Moldovian or Romanian. I only speak Russian. And then I used to speak Yiddish when I was a kid. But my mom and my grandma didn't want my brother or I to speak Romanian or Moldovan because they wanted to talk shit about us and not have us understand. Oh, so that's never, really smart. Nice. So we never learned. So when I came here, obviously, I still speak Russian, um, which I don't know if Andre, I can't even say it the way freaking Lizzie does or Libby, whatever. Jeez. Like, you, that's like, for me, that's like, like nails on the chalkboard every time she says his name like say it like a freaking normal person
0: I agree I know she is really all about that that. I know okay thank you we need to we are going to touch on Andre definitely for sure okay that's like amazing so you speak Russian though so you're understanding the conversations between Mila and Anastasia
1: yes and so here's you want to know how much I speak Russian? So uh, when my, my husband is Ukrainian, so I also speak Russian. Okay. And when we started dating, I was 19. I've been with him for almost 17 years. Can you believe that? When we started dating, he when I would speak Russian to him, he'd be like, uh, what language are you attempting to speak? Because <laughs> I'm not comprehending this Rus- Wranglish of yours. Wranglish. So I was so embarrassed because I couldn't speak to his parents that I started teaching myself Russian because I knew that when we have kids, I want my kids to speak Russian. Obviously my daughter is six and a half and just like literally a year ago when she went to camp, she started speaking English. So I call her my little immigrant because she still has like a little accent and she'll say like the craziest shit sometimes like mama, where are my shoes? And she's like, born here she's first generation and she has this massive russian accent which obviously will phase out in a little bit it will and now like she's this big american like she doesn't want to speak russian at home anymore you're yeah. like you're getting a tutor next year that's right it. you're
0: done right you're gonna be like all my big fat greek wet- wedding on her and be totally. sending her to the after school programs that,
1: that's
0: it no yeah. brownies it. for you no russian no. class so yes girl I don't even know where to start. I mean, let, let's do, let, let me set the stage. For those of you not watching Below Deck this season, it's season four. And I should clarify that we're talking about Below Deck Mediterranean. You know how there's regular Below Deck? I used to recap regular Below Deck on Reality TV. a few seasons. It was my favorite show for a while. I still love it. I don't cover it very much just because I am True Blue Housewives. And of course, I have the whole 90-day universe to wrap my hands around. And that universe is exploding. Like what it, It's like the Big Bang over there. Totally, ninety day. Oh my god! So anyway, but Below Deck, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Below Deck Med, I think, is awesome. I love Captain Sandy. We're in season four of Below Deck Med, which is kind of unbelievable because it's for me, it still feels like the new show
1: in the Below Deck universe.
0: Yep. So we've seen chefs come and go. We've seen Chef Ben, who has been on many seasons, and we are hearing spoilers slash hints that he is going to probably come back on Below Deck, this uh, Below Deck Med season four, if and when, and I think it'll be when, Chef Mila gets fired. Now, this is the first time we've ever seen her. We've seen shitty chefs before. I mean, I remember Leon, who was on regular Below Deck, who cooked beef cheeks for like every single meal, and Kate would just like lose her mind, and he was such an asshole. Adrian... (sighs) last season on yeah
1: who was the one the really like hippie one that was adrian right he he
0: skeeved me out me too he rubbed
1: me the wrong and you know what he like Mm. pretended like he was all mellow and chill but i think he was like a fucking egotistical mofo like totally i do not think he was this hippie like i think he was a commit phobe obviously because he couldn't we're in an open relationship. Whatever, dude. You just want to fuck
0: whatever comes in the yacht. Let's be I agree here. Yeah. You know? And he was one of those guys who, like, I remember those guys in college because I used to actually go after them. They're really, like, sensitive type on the outside, but inside Ooh. they're just, like, the asshole that you don't want to yes. deal with. Yeah. He, oh, my God, his inappropriate comments. However, I will say that Adrian was, like, a top-tier chef, I think. For would sure. You, would you
1: agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Totally. So, I think... I think he was, uh, the food he put out on plates for sure was, was fantastic. I was actually really impressed that, because if you've ever been in a galley, I have a very good friend of mine who is actually one of the top chefs on all the yachts here in downtown. Really? Okay. You're in Chicago just
0: to let everybody know you're in Chicago proper, right? So yeah, which is
1: like, I'm, I'm in the Northwest suburbs. So I'm like 40 minutes outside of downtown, but I'm in downtown all the time for work or whatever, you know? But we have one of the best food scenes, you know, our, we have two of the best restaurants in the country right now, or three, I think Girl and the Goat is also also up there. But what I really liked about Adrian was that legit, his food was fantastic. Like, it was beautiful. Completely...
0: It was inventive. Yes. It was creative. Yes. He yes. wasn't like a hothead in the kitchen. Like, no. ben, ben could put out some beautiful stuff, too, but he would be a hothead. I, act, I love yes. Ben for TV the most. I love watching yes. Ben. So I'm hoping that the rumors are true and he is going to take over for Mila. But yeah, we've seen some really good chefs. We've seen some really crabby chefs. We've seen mediocre chefs. We've never seen a situation like we have right now with Mila. I mean, it almost feels like, and this is what people have been, the rumor Mila has been going crazy. People have been surmising like, uh, is this a plant? Like, is this just for drama's sake? It, how could she possibly have been trained at the Cordon Bleu? How could she have possibly had a job as any kind of chef before? I mean, give us your take on like your training or in your industry. Like, what are the standards? Like, we're talking licking steaks, making tacos from
1: <laughs> Ortega boxes. Old oh, I mean, well, El Paso hard tacos. I have girl, never in my what's life what's happening? Had one, never. So here's... Here's the deal. So I graduated from one of the top tier culinary schools at the time. It was number two in America. It's Kendall. Um, And it was a little school back then. There were like 12 people in each class. It then expanded. It is now owned by uh, National Lewis. I think it's a massive school now downtown on Michigan Avenue, like massive. But at the time I went, it was considered one of the top. I think it was either number two or number three in the country. Um, And. I was trained there. I graduated. I got my bachelor's years later when I was hiring my own chefs, there were chefs who went to that school. One of those chefs did not know the difference between pesto and chimichurri. And I'm like, hmm. like, if you watch Top Chef, yeah, you're pretty right. much going to know the difference. I between feel like pesto if you, you watch like Chopped
0: Junior, you would know the difference between those.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, I trained a kid who was going to be on Chopped Junior. Did you really? And, oh, my God. It was one of the best experiences because that kid had the most amazing palate at 14 years old. I would bring him mystery baskets every day, every day. And he had to have appetizer, dinner, dessert. And I remember, like, he would come up with the most incredible flavor profiles. But unfortunately, you know you find out what the truth of production is in the back end and no. uh he didn't make it because he was not um he was not the political choice let, let me put it to you that way. right That's right a,
0: oops, yeah right, i know whatever. there's so much going on behind the scenes of reality tv Yeah.
1: so i think when it comes to any sort of training it doesn't you know there's always the top and the bottom and they can all go even doctors right I know some of the top Harvard, right? Some of the bottom tier, right? They
0: always say, "What is it? What do they call uh, the last in his class for med school, doctor?" Right? Yeah, it's like yeah. you can still right. get that degree no matter where you were. So, how could she have possibly even gotten through a program, though? I mean, is she the... probably?
1: But she. So here's what I'm going to tell you: I hired people who, on their resume, had had my college, had Kendall. And I'm like, <clears throat> oh, that's awesome. Like, that's right. I went. When did you graduate? And she's like, I didn't. And I'm like, and those three people, three separate people never graduated. Now, the, I, the, the thing is, is that um, culinary is an artistry, right? And so, mm-hmm. of course, you hone your techniques, but it's innate. And so, if you have it, you have it. And if you don't, you don't. And so, some people have it, and some people are just super passionate about it, and they think they have it, and like Mila. And they don't. And so I don't know. The My question is either A, she was so good at finagling her background. And basically, I mean, I hate to say it, but maybe she wooed people with when she was being interviewed for the casting. Yeah. I, I don't know. Right. You know, I don't think that a show of that caliber would actually plant her. I just think it, it would put... It would, like, paint them in a really bad image, you know? I
0: agree with you. I don't think she's a plant either, but I think she got on there through some kind of underhanded means. And maybe it's of her own, or maybe she was helped out a little bit from other people who advised her. I think it's a really sad state of affairs that this is the first female chef we've ever seen in a galley. She sucks at her job, and she is an enormous homophobic, trash bag and
1: that oh by the way I forgot the name of the guy that she was who was, in front of her? was it was it Travis yeah when his composure I've never seen anybody get so angry and be so composed <laughs> at the same time my it's so funny my brother and my sister-in-law came over for dinner and my brother watches all the reality shit as I do and my sister-in-law and my husband are like you guys are fucking crazy." my brother's 43 <laughs> years old I love it and we're both sitting there And talking about, he's like, have you seen this Mila bitch? I'm I'm like, oh my God, you don't understand. I'm going to be in a podcast tomorrow and we're going to be talking about this crazy bullshit. He's like, she's fucking crazy. He's like, "How?" and he had the same question. He's like, how the fuck do you think this is possible? I'm like, here's the thing. I've created beautiful stuff, even my second quarter in culinary school. And I made sure to take pictures of it. Also you can take pictures of other people's work and call it your own
0: oh yeah good point in the
1: year of so like maybe her chef did that shit and she just called it her own you know she has just enough arrogance to do that like so what i i made it too so what i can do it it's okay (laughs) believe this i cannot believe you have this background in
0: both culinary (laughs) you have the cultural background you could do the accents i mean girl
1: my brother said that when she talks he wants to like poke his eyes out because he hates her pretentious fucking accent now yes that being said i think it's a really cool thing that they all know such that she knows perfect perfect english like i think absolutely but be that as it may She's a fucking disaster. Do you think
0: it is weird, though? This is why people are also, you know, this rumor mill's churning, and they're also bringing up points about could this be a plant. I don't agree it is. I agree with you it's not. Is because they just happen to have Anastasia there, who's the third stew, who can cook, you know, acceptably, you know, at least Mm -hmm. as she has experience in the galley. And she has a background. In speaking Russian, she has that cultural She's background. Armenian. She's, Armenian. She's Armenian, but she can speak Russian.
1: Yeah, yeah she can. Well, because Mila. they were and I'm all, like, you know, they were all USSR at one point, and Then they broke up. Exactly. Georgia, Armenia. And Georgia and Armenia heavily influenced cuisine, Russian cuisine, heavily right. influenced. But how uh, could this
0: be possible that all of these dinks could happen? I thought
1: the same thing. I thought, you know why? Because I guarantee you they thought Anastasia was going to be a hothead. Because culture, that culture is traditionally very hot headed. They're very, they're like blood boils, like they're extremely hospitable and very warm, but they're like, you cut me, I cut you twice. They're like that person, you know, if you like fuck me over once, that's it, you know? so
0: are you okay now this is you know girl i'm gonna get like people on my itunes reviews like i can't believe you were letting someone talk about like entire cultures this is your opinion and you're allowed to say it it's my
1: opinion and i know these people i know a lot of people and they all are very similar but the thing is they're like they're kind of you know what they remind me of they remind me of shaw's like they have that whole like you know um uh, very passionate like like they fight angrily and they like they're ready to go at it and then the next day they're like I love you you're like my sister you know that's, that's I think that it is. is so
0: true of so many different communities yeah like my yeah. mom's side of the family is all like kind of Portuguese Italian background and stuff and they're very like clan like fight, fight 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 but if somebody like comes after you they'll kill yes. that person that's it that's yeah, it. exactly. You can't talk about my, my people. No, like I'll I can talk. talk about my people. I can yell at you, but nobody else can.
1: Yeah, that kind of yes, attitude. Exactly yes, it. totally. totally it. It's and so I'm familiar to me. I'm not saying bad. I think that's. The, I think they might have tried to create drama between her and Anastasia, between Mila and Anastasia, and they saw that Anastasia is seemingly not arrogant, seemingly not uh, uh, very um, overbearing. Right. And Mila has this like arrogance about her, which fucking makes me live it. Like, what are you arrogant about? What? What? She's a pretty girl with beautiful hair. But excuse me. What the fuck are you arrogant about?
0: Yeah. And let's actually compare her to Andre from 90 Day Fiance. He is an arrogant piece of work and he has no job. And he is like completely rejecting the family who is interfering in his life. I agree. Who is also supporting him. I mean, all it's a, a
1: double edged sword. I yeah. mean, the arrogance
0: is just off the charts. And also, mm-hmm. like you were speaking of that idea of like just being angry and like, I, you know, it's my way or the highway. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, he is. I don't completely... care what
1: your dad did for us. I don't care. Exactly. I'm going to get the job. I don't want to work on the truck. I'm going to go be a Craigslist star and be the best repairman <laughs> ever. He's right? Just go pack my bag. I'm go- just go pack my bag. That was the freaking best. That that line. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says "Just go pack my bag."
0: With that great head on. <laughs> well, I'll wear the I'll wear it with you when we meet someday. We'll sport those together. I'm in. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm in. Oh That's my amazing. god. So give me give me like an industry insider view on this. Should a chef who's classically trained be able to do simple things like pancake batter or? Uh. I mean, there are so many things nachos without canned corn there. Are, I can't. I, I do you lick steaks regularly? I oh mean, my God, what's oh my happening God. here with the microwave?
1: The microwave for me was was it that was it that for me was it. I was just what I was like, wait, number I get it. Like shit happens when you're when you're cooking dinner for for a number of people. And it's just you now, mind you, it is hard. It's the job in the galley being the only chef that's in charge of feeding like eight to 10 guests plus the crew. I couldn't, it's not easy Mm-mm. for sure. It's not easy. I mean, it'd be great if they had like an assistant, but B that as it may, A, she knew what the fuck she was signing up for. Like mm-hmm. my husband goes to me last night. He's like, you should go audition. I'm like, A, I'll be away from you guys for like eight weeks. He's like, just tell him you have to bring your family with him. Like, uh, I don't have that upper hand here. Like <laughs> sleeping this in the bun. Negotiation works. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> number one, number two, like, you know what? I'm like, I, I'm not. That's not the kind of chef I am. I would get cluster fucking phobic if I was crammed in this tiny galley. Yeah. And I don't know how their produce comes in because they're on the boat, right? So like, I know we've seen. I think it was last season that we saw like how Adrian was getting some of the food or whatever. But that, be that as it may, she was using frozen shrimp mm-hmm. in the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. like the pure array from Vietnam. Food. It From was like Vietnam, yeah. the pure array of seafood that you have available to you. And I'm sure when they go to port, you can go to market. I'm yep. sure you can. Or your producers are going to market for We've you. We've seen chefs do that every
0: yep. single season. They yep. send someone yep. or they go. Yes, yep. absolutely. They get fresh produce. They get fresh shellfish, whatever it is, because that's part of the experience of chartering a super yacht in one of these oh, areas sure. is getting local cuisine prepared yes. by a five-star chef.
1: Yes, because for me, that's like the whole excitement of it. Like whenever my husband and I travel, we always go to the local places that the tourists don't go to. Even if it's like literally a hole in the wall. Oh, my God. Like some of our I know this sounds so cheesy, but we went to Jamaica for like the eighth time this sum this winter. And we were in a grill. And so in a grill, you can just walk, 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 walk. Yes. And there's a place called I don't remember, like Beach Office. And it's literally a makeshack bar that is full of locals and tourists and a grill. And the grill has a guy that goes to come over here and you walk with him to the sea and he has a cage of lobsters that he just caught that day oh my god. and you pick out your lobster and you pick out whatever fish you want he cooks it for you it's like 20 bucks lobster and they give it to you with like butter bread and like rice and beans and you're done.
0: Oh my god. That? That sounds amazing.
1: it's like a garlic butter on top of the lobster you don't need anything else. Like, I don't do lobster. My husband loves it. And that, for me, is the experience. So multiply that by the fact that you're on the Amalfi Coast, right? You're in, They're in Capri. They're in Nice. They're wherever, right? They're all over the Amalfi Coast that has some of the best seafood in the world. The shrimp are different than fucking, fu- I guarantee you, it's farmed Vietnamese shrimp. That you're giving to people who are paying like what forty grand a day for these charters? I don't oh, know what I know. they're paying. I know. But and it's they're like... just
0: They're getting Ortega box Ortega box tacos. I mean, or old El Paso tacos. I could not I, can't.
1: I thought that was a joke. I legit thought she was like, just kidding, it's for the staff. You know, like I know. I Captain was... Sandy's like, Is that for the crew? And she's like, No, it's for the guests. And Captain no, Sandy did not intervene. She's being very passive. I think Mm. because she was called a bitch for so many seasons I think
0: oh god it just sucks because and you know and then to find out that she that Mila made all those homophobic remarks and is such a piece of trash as a human being total oxygen she doesn't know that right she She doesn't know that on
1: the show she doesn't know
0: that on the show but she does now and I think looking back she probably wished she would have known that but you can't you can't know what's going on
1: with people behind the scenes until you know you're made aware of it I'm actually surprised the producers didn't try and, like, um, play that for her in confessional, you know? Or
0: have Hannah come talk to her, because God knows the whole crew talked about it. You know, they all played a game of telephone the night it happened, and they all knew about it. And so I'm surprised that Hannah didn't go to Captain Sandy and say, you know, (laughs) like, not only is she a shit cook, but she uh, hates gay people. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, like, maybe we should throw her overboard now instead of next charter.
1: I mean, for me, I think the 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 biggest thing was so when she made that fucking cake and she's like, I don't have any more time for cake. Like, I'm done. like, okay, look, I am not a baker and most chefs are not. But right. You have a fucking phone. Look up vanilla cake. Right. You anybody can make a freaking pound cake with some luscious cream cheese frosting.
0: Right. Like anybody. Anybody. Anybody who has Google can do anything. And yeah. she is a chef, not a baker. I understand that. And most chefs will say that, you know, like, I'm not a baker. But you can do simple desserts, obviously. Totally. and Totally. I mean, she's bringing the Aunt Jemima pancake mix into the kitchen.
1: Girl, mm-hmm. when I saw mm-hmm. that, I was just like, and she's like, well, then then you can't tell me that, that I'm making shit. I am making the American shit that all Americans eat. So by that comment, she just insulted the entire American know—a uh, country, right? The entire United States of America was insulted. This is the American shit that all you eat. I know. Like, what is her point? What is her point? She is an
0: oxygen thief. She is a thief of joy. I mean, she's giving us lots to talk about, but she for sure. is absolutely pointless in that position.
1: I, I think... The caliber of food that she was putting out was awful. Now, the one thing I had to so like when she served the filet mignon, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't understand what the comments were from the guests. Like because she was saying it's fine, but he's a, like a massive eater of steaks, So I didn't understand if they were saying like it's fine because his. His expectations are so high. Like I didn't get. I, guess. I think they were intimating that
0: it, it was it was fine, but it was nothing to write home about to someone who's yeah. really you know a steak eater. So I mean, well, nothing. And to every, these... Everything she makes. The the bottom line is she goes. Well, did they eat it? And they'll say, Well, yes. I mean, sometimes they, they haven't. They were hungry, and then she thinks that's like great success. I, I'm like, what? Like as a chef. Would you ever think, did they eat it? Exactly. Like, that is the thanks you need. Did they eat it? No. Is it edible is not a question you ask.
1: You know what else I think? To be quite frank with you, I think she's super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not racist, but she's very, very mind centered. Like, I think she has this perception that Europeans and Slavs are the superior race. Oh. And that. The Americans aren't cultured. So for their first meal, she gave them a burger, right? Right. And then their second meal, she gave them this, like, box taco bullshit. And by the (laughs) way, I've never eaten in my life. I have never had old El Paso tacos in my entire fucking life. I'm not cultivating my own tortillas here when I make uh, tacos, but they're not El Paso, box shelf-stable tacos that have been there for 19 years. Like, and canned corn how hard is it to roast some corn it's
0: just I mean, beyond nobody can believe what's and happening
1: salsa, fucking jarred
0: salsa jarred salsa just pour it all over there just throw slop it out i wonder if that has you know that's a good point i wonder if that has something to do with this she's just like you know what their palates aren't refined they're just yes. americans you know yes. i'm just gonna throw this yes. slop out there who cares
1: she's judgmental and i that's exactly it i yeah. think she's like it's okay it's stupid americans you know oh my god it's Stupid americans they don't get it just like uh well mama chantel we're stupid americans things
0: are gonna get a little more stupider
1: i know oh I my know. god
0: so speaking of giving me your thoughts on 90 day fiance happily ever after this season oh. chantel and pedro They are getting a spinoff called The Family Chantel. It's coming at us, I think, July 22nd. I want to say I posted it on my Facebook page. You guys join Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook page if you want to see all the news coming up on what. I mean, we're getting so many shows. But Chantel and Pedro, to me, I'm like, is this fraud or is this real? Like, are they just milking the drama for the sake of television? And are they a-okay? Or is their relationship actually this fucked up?
1: I can't tell because, you know, before, like, before all these people were famous. I know, right? Insta-famous. Big quotation marks for the audience members that are listening. Before they were famous, end quote. um, I think that you could get a hint of the reality in their Instagrams. Yes. And now it's, like, everything's cultivated, right? Like, everything now, there's no organic feeds anymore. Everything is kind of, unless they're, like, in in a moment of, like, I don't know, uh, desperation. And they actually put some legit shit out, right? And the fourth wall comes down, like with Colty and Larissa.
0: Oh, yeah, where right? Larissa's like, like locked in a bathroom and she's like, help me, I'm being trapped and all that shit. Okay, and then she gets arrested. talk about them for yeah, a second? Yeah, of course. Just
1: for a second. Go for it. Uh, so in terms of food, he eats like a sociopath. Oh, absolutely. Okay, like the raw fucking meat. The, I'm a medium rare steak. Well, I couldn't understand, because obviously that's, like, the first thing that, like, my face goes to, right? Which is looking at what people are putting in their mouths. And, like, I'm just like, what, what the fuck? Is that, like, a brontosaurus on his plate? Like, what is on his plate? It was bleeding
0: it, all over the place.
1: It was literally... It wasn't even, like, cooked blood. It wasn't even moderately coagulated. No, it was just, no. like, moo. <laughs> like, it was mooing, man. Oh, my and God. they're eating this piece of brontosaurus, and then next to it is, like, this this salad and I know like I'm I know you guys are freaks like me and you catch all these details too because you've talked about it before Mm -hmm. but could we please just talk about the fact that I hated Larissa in the like first season that she was on last season but Colty as soon as I laid eyes on that mofo I'm like this guy is a fucking sociopath he's a psycho totally like you know what like when his I think the truest was who was it on Pillow Talk? One of the brothers. Who was it? Dean or and, uh, Tariq? When he said, to, "One of them said he's like this guy's entire personality is in his eyebrows. Like he just." Oh my God, just- Tariq
0: said that. That was so true. It was so scary.
1: <laughs> Never then, have truer words been spoken. Colton right? does the
0: angry glasses adjustment where he's like, "Uh, uh, like he's like, uh."
1: He's like, yeah. like, "I don't have it. I don't have the money." <laughs>
0: He is so nuts and i feel so bad for larissa she does do. many wrong things she reacts poorly yeah. to s- stressful situations yeah. but debbie and colt are completely gaslighting her and it is totally. disgusting it is disgusting totally. what do you think of uh debbie's culinary skills she's she's oh, a big beef stew maker
1: beef stew mom what's for dinner today um, I made some
0: beef stew. and Larissa's like, I don't want it. <laughs> Hashtag I stand with Larissa. I don't I want, want the beef stew either. we are
1: making fucking beef stew in like
0: 198 degree weather in Las Vegas. I know, right? We're not in the Ukraine. We're not freezing to death. We're not even like, in Wisconsin well, where I am or Chicago in the winter. We're yeah. Okay, yeah. Give me some beef stew in the winter. If I'm not, if yeah. I'm flying you- in, that was the night she flew in in that pleather skirt. She had been traveling for like 24 hours. Without, without getting any flowers? No vending machine flowers to be seen. Not a scrap of a chocolate box in sight or anything. And then they're like, yeah, here's some motherfucking beef stew. It's like, what? <laughs> no. The answer is no. Always. That I was mean, ridiculous.
1: That, and like, and then like, he has like, okay, let's be honest. Part Like, people are going to hate me for what I'm going to say. But if anybody needs to go on a diet, dear Colty has to go on a diet. And he's over here eating the biggest freaking breakfast sandwich I've ever. Like, it was two pieces of, like, Texas toast. So, like, double-cut bread with eggs or whatever. Like, mm, mom, this sandwich is good. And then, like, I love Larissa's, like, maybe you should have something else for breakfast. <laughs> I know. It's
0: just there. I, I think it's really Colt and Debbie's codependency. It's, like, the food. You know, like, I'm going to feed my big boy son. We're going to go out on our special, like, mom-son date together. To, to the t- Cat. The wolf head on the stairs. Yeah. Dressing up the cats, doing the nightly ritual of cat brushing. It cannot get more murdery and weird. I mean, those two are fucked up.
1: Weird. I mean, I think Colt. Colty. Sorry. Colty. By the way, I also think that Larissa caught on last year, last season, that they were like making fun of her. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. Like, what did she say? She said this weekend, Colty is a cheapy man. I know. <laughs> like, <what> and she's <laughs> like, shut up, E Colty. I'm like, Shut up, <laughs> can't get better
0: than that. I don't even care if she's in on the joke. I I need her to keep speaking like that for the rest of her life. Like for sure. never I'm change. Sure.
1: I, I think it's just going to stay with her. Now. <laughs> totally. Totally. And you know, like, I know what people are saying. Like she's some gold digging bitch, but let's be frank here. Uh, Colt is no freaking uh, no. supermodel. No. And we all knew what the exchange here was. Like we all knew. Exactly. He's buying her a green card in the exchange for sexual favors. Right. And the fact that now he's like, I don't have money. That's the same thing that happened with like Amfisa and Jorge. Absolutely. And although Amfisa was a monster, Amfisa was a monster. I loved her. But she fucking put it out there. And she said, if I didn't look this good, would you even talk to me? Exactly. No, the answer is no, because I didn't talk to you because of the way you look. You promised me millions. And now what? You know what? And I'm sorry, she's a gold-digging bitch, but at least she puts it out there and she says, I'm a fucking gold digger. You promised me the world, and here you are in debt and a criminal.
0: And in jail. I know. She's out there killing the game. Did you see that she was in some bodybuilding competition? I'm like, this must be the thing to do when your husband's in jail. Like, this is what... Teresa did Teresa on New Jersey. Now Anfisa's like, I guess I just go into bodybuilding competition. I don't know. Yeah. That's okay. She's like posing up there. I'm like, she's looking great. And she's trying to probably get her own career spun off somehow, but she's got to wait for yeah. George to get out to really be on a 90 day franchise again. I'm sure they will be back on
1: Happily Ever they After. They to, will yeah, be. They, were one of they the will best be. Couples, Yeah. For sure. And like, I think. Somebody said to me, like, don't you think it's, like, so wrong how they're painting these Russian girls? I'm like, no. (laughs) No one's painting them. To be like this, these girls are, I know friends that have Russian mail-order brides. Okay,
0: but then look at, like, Olga and Steven. I mean, he was the monster, and she was, like, Fantine from Les Miserables.
1: I wanted to save her. Oh, my God. Like, why aren't you giving me any attention? You're only giving... Because the baby needs to be breastfed, you moron. Yeah, as she's just just got a C-section
0: in that asylum or whatever she gave birth in. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God. And I remember I was watching it with somebody who actually gave birth in Russia because they emigrated here after kids. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, yep, yep, that that looks about right. Yep, yep. (laughs) but she was so sweet she wasn't the typical no. gold
0: digging mail no. order i no. think she
1: just she's just like oh fuck this is gonna be the father of my baby i know you know like i think she was just as upset as we were yeah she
0: it's like she wanted to look into the camera and be like help me i yeah, made a huge mistake
1: who, who was it on uh the uh what is it the reunion that said to him was it um um uh, the, the my, my, oh my god! Why can't I speak? Think of his name. The real Just a guy. Oh, Aswelu. Aswelu. Wasn't Aswelu that said to her like, "You just need to respect her," and yeah. like. Not think that you need to be getting time over your baby boy. Exactly.
0: Even asuelo of like the simple man, Encino man, three brain cells, doesn't even yes. know what a parking lot is. Even he yes. knows how to treat yes. his pregnant wife and his wife who just I gave mean, birth. with mm He was horrible. I, I
1: think I think Steven is horrible. And I think he's mentally he's like, Well, I didn't have a dad, so I'm gonna be the best dad in the world, but I want the attention, too. So I think he's got, like, daddy issues that aren't, you know? I know we're going on a whole different tangent here. I know.
0: Let's bring it back to Housewives for a second, because I want to get your take on some Housewives shit that's going on. Number one, Real Housewives of New York. Best franchise? Ever. Okay, good. All right. Then we may proceed.
1: Yes. I mean, (laughs) It's like, I don't remember if it was your franchise, it was your uh, podcast, or I also listened to Bitch Sash, which is like, awesome. So good. And one of them said that like, the fight that they had like with Luann or whatever, like over not going to her stupid cabaret. The cabaret. That lasted 30 minutes. That on every other reality like housewives franchise it'd be the season multiple seasons Mult- like, Puppy multiple like right it would be the season i mean let's like, let's like never
0: forget the fact that vicky tamra and shannon took their fight through like at least two seasons one time I think three. three seasons right, right? beverly hills every has definitely carried every fights. time
1: vicky came back with a new face their, the fight continued she was so like it, i will it make all through three faces exactly she was
0: like i will not make uh the same expression because my face is different this time i
1: can't even handle it
0: I she like... she is demoted to friend of according to the rumors this coming what? season yes Vicky? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The OG. i know
1: of because she
0: refused to share her intimate life with steve lodge who is i, I don't know what the hell is going on there it was a wet rag mm-hmm. but he really likes being on tv do you know that he's on cameo like you can get a cameo from steve mother truck and lodge
1: who the you hell know, the was- only person i want a cameo from is sonya as oh luann says I want a cameo from Sonia. That's the only person I'd want a
0: fucking cameo from. I agree. I would love a cameo from her. I would keep it on my phone and I would just play it for a little pick me up every day. Because you
1: know that she would be like, "I'm just over here getting dressed, and like my towels are on the window." She would be like scrubbing
0: out her thong in the bidet as she was doing the cameo. The phone would be like, "The the
1: phone would drop in the toilet
0: halfway through. It would just go like fuzz screen. It would be everything."
1: It would be the best cameo. Like, it would not be cultivated. It would be completely organic. She'd probably, like, take it outside as she's walking her dogs, you know, visiting her old townhouse. Whipping a
0: dildo out of the dishwasher. Like, oh, I just got to empty this. Yes. Picking up, like, a total shit turd from her carpet that the dog just laid down. I would love a cameo from her because you're right. It would be everything that Sonia is, which is... Uh, unedited she's unedited
1: i think sonia might be the best housewife
0: i love her so much i love her deeply
1: you know why because i think they all have the same like disease but it's almost like (laughs) of, of loving reality right but it's she's the only one that hasn't evolved into a monster she's been who she's been the whole time Yeah, you're right. I agree. I mean, I've never... Luann was a monster from the beginning, and she's only gotten bigger. Oh, call me Countess, darling. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. I I can't help it.
0: I still root for Luann. But it's because when it comes to the New York women, they can be monsters, and I will still root for them, unlike any other city.
1: I love Bethany.
0: I love Bethany. I will defend Bethany. Because I see
1: myself a lot in her. And by the way, did we forget... Bethany was a private shot. I
0: know. I know. Did you follow People her back totally in the day?
1: Fucking, uh, no, because there was no following back in the day. I mean, that's true. Housewife, New York housewives is what? 10, 11 years, 11, How many years, it? 11 right? going on. So 12. It wasn't, mm-hmm. But I remember when I saw her on Martha Stewart, you yeah. know, and I was like, I'm so fucking impressed with so this bitch. And in you, you know, there's this different misconceptions. And so I thought she was like already banking it. And then where was it? I think she was talking on her spinoff show that she was saying that she was literally living in this shitty little apartment, barely yep. making rent when she started Housewives and after Martha Stewart's Apprentice show, making cookies out of her house, trying to get her name out there. And look at her now. multi know. I know. I remember
0: when she was selling those little cookies like Bethany Bakes. That was the yep. name of her company. And she was season yep. one standing in like the stop and shop. Yep. Trying to get yep. people to eat her cookies. is I mean, yep. yeah, it's pretty amazing. And nobody
1: so, talked that she was the broke-ass housewife, basically. No,
0: I know. She was just kind of like the one who came on as the underdog.
1: Yeah. It's completely yeah.
0: switched. I know. Yes. It's amazing. So yes. give me your thoughts on Lisa Vanderpump icing out the rest of the cast and just refusing to come to the reunion and basically just taking her toys and going home.
1: So... I've had, like, a secret obsession with Vanderpump since the beginning mm-hmm. because I've always hated who she was fighting with. So, like, <laughs> I hated... It's like the enemy of
0: an enemy is a friend.
1: Yes. 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 I've hated Brandy. I hate the way she talks like this. Like, I don't understand why she talks like this. With the lips. Like, she's not gritting her teeth, but everything is overly enunciated. And it's got a very, like, fabricated California accent. That I, I hated Brandy, and I thought she was just there for stirring the pot. She was a shitster. We all knew it. People loved her. I always hated her. And okay. then I fucking hate Dorito. Like, I hate Doritos. Hate her. Because you think she's fake, or you just yes, don't? Yes, okay. because her accent's fake, because everything about...
0: She's... And, and, yeah.
1: You're from Connecticut. I know. Okay. I know. Okay.
0: I actually love that camille recently called her out i mean this episode is going to be coming out i don't know when that we're talking now but it was just yes. this week that we saw camille basically be the only one on beverly yep. hills to say what we've all been reading in the press like,
1: where's your money yo where's, where's your it? money your husband's your husband being sued like three
0: million dollars to a casino and i was like i cannot believe how they're reacting as if this is like like an act of terrorism in the group. It's like, oh my God, every other city, like people have gone to prison in other cities. Like we see mugshots on the reg for other cities. People, you know, like their finances come to light. It's all just a part of reality TV. Sure. It's produced. Sure. It's glitzy and glam and not everything's real, but, when there's something big going on that's in the news, it's fodder for the show, period. Yes. And Dorit yes. has been acting like nothing's happening except this dog shit. And it's like, come on now, Dorit. I love that Camille called her out. Sure, Camille is being a messy bitch, but somebody had yes. to. Somebody had to because it is so boring otherwise.
1: I despise Teddy.
0: She is super annoying this season. Super annoying. But,
1: but last week, never have truer words been spoken. And when she laid down drunk on the beach at the Chateau and said, at the beach, at the, at the house, yeah. at the Chateau and said, I'm starving.
0: <laughs> what do you think of her program?
1: Um, I, th- I wish I could have thought of it.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Just like
1: no, te- so texting think, people. Like, you did you what? work out today? <laughs> do you know what it is? There's a lot of that shit now. So like years ago, I had my first baby six and a half years ago. And Mm -hmm. like right after I wanted to lose weight and I needed accountability kind of. Yeah. Because I was still all hormonal and crazy and shit. And so there's all these Insta coaches online that will send you like these programs. And they say they're specialized for you, but they're not. And they'll send you these programs and they text like over a bajillion people a day. And he could never understand who I was. And then finally he's like, wait. I need to figure out a mnemonic device to remember you because you're having outstanding results. So why don't I call you Private Chef J Lo?
0: Oh my god. What?
1: Why J-Lo? Because I have a J-Lo booty. So uh-huh. you call me Private Chef J-Lo. <laughs>
0: And then how so, did you come up with Girl in the Kitchen? Was that an outgrowth of your work with him? And then you... No. Okay. Girl
1: in the Kitchen's been around for way longer. So I started blogging ages ago. I started blogging back in 07 and I yeah. kick myself because if I would have just gotten a little bit more professional, I would have been one of the bajillionaires now who are banking because they're one of the originals on Pinterest. Right. Pinterest was what like exploded the blogging, the food blog market, right? That was like pre-Instagram.
0: In the... That was where all yes, the pictures were. instagram Yes. yes.
1: And uh, so I was blogging for a while, and then I took a break. And then when my daughter was like a year and a half, I rebranded and because I was doing events, I was doing event planning. I stepped away from the kitchen for a while. And then I worked in the corporate world as a meeting and event planner and an uh, executive admin to C level, exact. So it was really weird. And but I missed it. I missed the cooking mm-hmm. aspect and I missed the, you know that that connection that you only get with food. And so my husband was pushing my ass and pushing me and pushing me. And finally, he's like, I was pregnant with my son January 1st, 2017. And I just decided I never wanted corporate America to dictate how much time I get to spend with my kids. And uh, my husband said, well, I was at that point where if I went full time with my blog, I could make enough money to like cover the mortgage. Let's right. Just say it, right. Like, I would make a substantial amount for Chicago. That's, by the way, not a substantial amount because we live in a pretty you know i hear you this yep. is in alabama exactly i you know? mm-hmm. i'd be i'd be a housewife in alabama right not so much in chicago no. you know and i i um i remember i was cooking at home cuz i was recipe testing for the blog and taking photos and i'd be doing it like 8 to 9 hours a day my daughter was in daycare i was 6 months pregnant my husband says to me, he's like, this is bullshit. He's like, you're spending so much fucking time on this. Why don't you go cook for people? Because I would have requests for private chefing every week. Yeah. Like, constantly. First, it was in, within the Russian community, and then it kind of spread out. And uh, I had my first client May 1st, 2017. And by May 31st, 2017, I
0: had seven. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. That's and it was amazing. and now, of you,
0: now you hire chefs. You have a team. That's what I did.
1: Yep. So I... I, I very rarely private chef by myself. That's amazing. If I'm private chefing, first of all, the rate is way higher. Right. Because I'm I'm doing a lot of shit like this. I'm doing PR. I'm doing, Mm -hmm. last week I was on um, Windy City Live, which is a really big Chicago talk show. And then before that, I was doing Mm -hmm. other podcasts. So there's a bunch of stuff that I do that's like PR related that will take me to my goal, which is TV. So if any of our listeners are producers or casting agents, that's right.
0: That's right. And you, and you already do TV spots. And so I think, you know, you're already getting experience in that.
1: Yeah. It is the
0: goal to get more exposure and start to put your show on the road, you know, so to speak, but on the TV road, the
1: female Anthony Bourdain, RIP, who was one of my biggest influencers, by the way, I love him so much, but yeah, I mean, knock on wood, the business has just exploded, and now we do like all these. We did a wedding for 150 less two weekends ago. Last weekend, we had three events for over 90 people each. Like, yeah, and and majority of my chefs are girls, so it's kind of like a really empowering, badass thing where we all support each other. Like, legitimately, I had girls who were envious little bitches, and they wanted what I had, and I'm like, uh, I sign your paycheck, bitch. Like, you need to slow your roll. Oh my you god, you know, like relax. And there's no competition with me because I'm the owner of this company. You're not competing with me. In fact, I learn from you guys all the time. That's the beauty of this amazing partnership. And by the way, every single one of my chefs is a graduate of culinary school or a food science degree like the actual food scientist. so right, they you actually check
0: their credentials that's yes. good
1: and i do background <laughs> checks because we're inside people's houses so i do background checks oh, i don't yeah. just look at their work on instagram
0: that is so important I mean, if you're inside of someone's private space. We're inside,
1: you know, the the houses on the north shore of Chicago, which is the equivalent of Beverly Hills. Gorgeous. And some pretty serious people are there. So I'm going to be checking backgrounds. So nobody's
0: running off with, like, the family heirloom or, you know, licking a steak back in the...
1: Oh, prep area. Oh my god, girl. Every time you say that.
0: It's so gross. Tell people though where they can find you and your beautiful work. Your gorgeous All right, so you Instagram. you guys can
1: find me on Instagram. I am girl and like AND The Kitchen. Make sure you guys follow me, send me a DM that you heard me on Aaron Martin's show so we can have our own little special connection we can make fun of other celebrities as well. Yay! Um, you can find me also on girlandthekitchen.com, which is where I post all my food blogs. And if you guys are interested, I actually specialize in good food done right. So I teach you guys how to make delicious, healthy, wholesome food that is bright and simple and not overcomplicated or messy. It's- really beautiful Mediterranean style food that focuses on fresh and clean flavors.
0: And you really focus on low carb, high fat.
1: Yeah. And I actually just put out a post yesterday about my low carb, high fat lifestyle and what it means to me and why I recommend it. And the funny thing is when I was on the TV show last week, I made them chicken piccata with the cauliflower puree. I watched that. and I I didn't do the piccata and flour. And so it had all the flavor without the carbs. <laughs> The, the, they go like, I'm like, well, of course, you know, the piccata's got a lot of its color because I put butter. And so the female host goes, she's like, a little butter is great. I'm like, I eat copious amounts of butter. And the guy host goes, you just take the bar and eat it. I
0: know, right? <laughs> You're like, uh, not like a candy bar dude, like in my cooking. No.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you guys have any diet questions, if you guys have diet questions or anything like that, if you guys want to know how to get healthier and cleaner... Or if you guys just want to shoot the shit about Mila, the chef that cannot cook, DM me. I'm always answering. I run my own social, so it's all me. Yes,
0: you do. And you're so involved in it. I love talking to you over Instagram the other night. I felt like I already knew you when we got on the phone today. That's great. And now you're going to need to
1: get your ass to Chicago. I will. So that we can go and uh, dine at some awesome restaurants and talk shit about our favorite. I'm
0: in. I'm in. We need
1: to talk. We need to have another one that's dedicated just to the 90 day fiance. Uh,
0: we can do that. I might actually hit you up for that later in July because my bunkie Mary Payne is going to be going on a trip and <laughs> you could be a pinch hitter because you are in that world and I would love to Dude, do it. So. I made
1: such notes. You don't from Liz sees, from this past episode. You don't even understand. I was cooking and I'm like, wait, stop. Wait, I have to make a note about what Colty said, what Pedro said. And by the way, did you notice that in POW, now that the baby's born, there's no more sonograms over the bed? None, none.
0: none. They're gone. They're gone because they have a live baby. Yes, the baby is born now. They can take pictures of the born baby. Yeah, they can take the unborn pictures down.
1: And by the way, Ross has no personality. I love him for POW because he calms her down, but he's good.
0: He's horrible. All right. Thank you for coming on today. I love talking to you.
1: Me too.